was making up these categories of people that don't actually exist rather than allowing myself and even allowing that person to show me who they actually are. Yeah. So I made the active decision to lean in and actually get to know the people that I was feeling this feeling of. And in doing so, you know, one of the, the women that I had reached out to lives in Nasara. And it's like, okay, Marley, so you need to ask her questions instead of just fully rejecting, you know? This was all so much fun for me to witness. Yeah. I was actively involved with it. You but, were so helpful. But, like, really a, an observer of her own, like, your own growth and exploration mm. through all this. And it, it was beautiful to watch. You cannot get where you want to go running away from who you have Knowing been. yourself and who you are is the most powerful thing you have. Your role is to light the way for a new paradigm. I am. I am. I am magic. I am strong. I am worthy. I am confident. I am worthy. I am I am I am powerful. I am leadership. I am creation. We are the Lightworkers Society. All right, so here we are, like, almost a week after you returned from your grand Costa Rican up level. My (laughs) my spiritual revolutionary excursion, as I call it. It's so fun (laughs) to look back on it and just see how it how it manifested into reality. You know, I hate to use that word sometimes because it's a cliche, cliche word, but it really, it really did in every sense. I mean, it was a discussion. It was on the frequency. You were seeing and experiencing reminders and... It's so wild. It's like, it has shown me how everything in this universe actually works. Like, that's how profound it feels for me. Because to your point, and I didn't realize this, and you said this, I've been talking about going to Costa Rica since before Christmas. Yeah. And I didn't realize it had been that long, but when I think back on it, the energy of it was like, all of a sudden, I really feel like, I feel like we, because I thought it was going to be a we thing, like we have to go to Costa Rica, you know? But at the time, I had it in my head that we travel, and this was when... It started at our wedding, that's October. I know, because remember, you were having a conversation. We were talking with John and Elaine about their trip. Mm-hmm. Like, they were going <gasps> in December. You're so That's right. That's why we have it in our head that it's December. But no, it actually started in October. Wow. So the energy of it, like, was... Has been here. ...born through this amazing experience. Well, <laughs> and what's so incredible, and, you know, I was telling this to you and your mom last night, when I think back on it, it's as if there is no version of reality where that trip was not happening. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It's part of your sacred timeline. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. But it's like, you know, so it started just Costa Rica, Costa Rica. It hit me at some point. And then John and Elaine said they were going and I was like, signs, you know. And I think they talked about like they knew people, like they talked about the community that was there. There's another tie-in. Like, I think they were north of in like Tamarindo. though. Um, but like another tie in to like community and that's one thing like I I really want you to talk about for your experience and what it helped you to do was really open up to the idea of creating a community in the 5D. Uh, 
Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> not not in the because you have done you've succeeded at that and done such an amazing job online. Yeah. And with your coaching space. Yeah. And this was like opening up to it was so much more than that it was so much more than like I mean opening yeah but even before I went on the trip it was like the energy of it was showing itself to me because it was it was surfacing up this part of me that it's so funny healing work because you don't realize the wound or the the trauma or the the things that you're kind of hiding from or running from until you can see them and it's like this click moment of oh my gosh this has been a part of my life my whole life and when do you when do you see it like when you're ready when when you're you're, ready to heal it and when you are raising your vibration such that that stuff doesn't jive anymore yeah i mean and obviously you know we're intentionally doing the work all the time but what i think is a even bigger thing at play here is there's been a timeline so to speak that's been calling me for a long time of spiritual travel, hosting spiritual retreats yep. abroad, all over in these beautiful locations. And, it's in the works. It's happening. And that retreats call on you to be in community with people, mm-hmm. to establish connection. And it's not like I, I've always been like, I don't want community or connection, no, obviously. Absolutely not, no. But what, I, what really came up for me, and, and the way that this trip came about, Costa Rica was calling, Costa Rica was calling... And then it was like one day you were at work and I have a friend who had lived there for eight months. I just messaged her asking her some questions about it because all of a sudden, oh, I know what it was. I was, I was intentionally carving out some time to really get clear on what is the next level of my business? Where am I going? What do I really care about creating in this world? And it always comes back to spiritual travel and creating experiences for women like me that want to have that. And so I was doing that in spiritual travel and in Costa Rica almost immediately. And I thought, let me message her. So I messaged her and I was just asking her questions that were like basic travel questions. You know, like, where did, where did you live? Where, where should I stay? What should I go see? Did you feel safe? And being, you know, a single female in a foreign country, that's your number one concern. And your like, first time ever doing it. In a foreign country, yeah. By yourself, yeah. yeah. And Aside from Toronto, but that didn't really count. It doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I'm asking her, and she said, I felt so safe everywhere that I went. And when she said that, it made me want to cry. And I was kind of taken aback by it, you know, like, oh my gosh. And wonder, can you really trust it, too? Even though you have this friend who whose opinion you value and well, trust. Well, of course, like, you it's still, like, nothing's 100%, but that, that was not where I was But that fear part of at. you still, like, because we talked about that through the whole process, too. Like, yeah. Everybody has it. We have that innate sense within us of like fight or flight, survival mechanisms, fear. So even in a pure, positive, like good experience like you had in Costa Rica going from the airport to Nasara, like even in that, you still like experience the... Well, it's part of being human, right? But the point is when she said she felt safe, it hit something in me of like almost like a melting, like a... Like, I think I can do this. And then it went from, I think I can do this to, if I'm going to do it, I need to do it now. I just felt that. Like, it has to happen in May. Yeah. And the only week I had available in May was May 18th to the 15th. And I remember I texted you, and I literally just said, I'm going to Costa Rica May 8th to 15th. And you were like, oh, 
okay. <laughs> and I was like, he gets it. Book the flight, done. And then we go out to dinner that night. And you were like, you realize that's next week, right? And I was like, oh my God, that's next week. <laughs> I did not realize. But it was so, and this is what I call like God guidance because it was, it was not even a thought for me. It was just like, boom, 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 done. I have to, I'm going. And figure out the rest later. So then there was the logistics of figuring it that, out and everything. That's the divine flow. Yes, the in flow. Mm-hmm. But the work that this trip started on me even before began with where I was going to stay. And my friend had lived in Santa Teresa. And so that was my thought. I'll go there because that's where she was and it's beautiful and all of that. And I have this thing of like loyalty to the first suggestion that someone gives me. (laughs) And, but then I put, I posted in my online communities, like I'm going to Costa Rica. And I reached out to a friend who went to to a a yoga retreat down there and got trained. And I I asked her. And everyone said Nasara. Everyone said Nasara. And there was a part of me that really rebelled against it. (laughs) Witnesses. It was great. (laughs) Yes. And it, you know, there's no logic to it, but you were such a, a huge part of me helping me to unpack that because it's this, it's all, it's so, it's such an ego feeling because it's like a, no, I'm right feeling, you know, I'm not going to follow what everyone says. I'm right. You know, like that kind of thing. And you're such a person of you follow your connections. That is just like a written in stone rule. Like when your connections say this is the best place, especially if they say it multiple times. And especially if those connections are on a higher level, like on a a higher vibrational state. Right, people you really resonate with. Not to say that anybody, the other person wasn't, but just like you know the vibrational reality that they're existing in. Yeah. So you can trust, like if that's the experience there, then like I want to align with that. Yeah, yeah. So we sat down. Because I was really struggling with it. You know, I was really in this place of like, (laughs) and what came about was really this wound of belonging that I have been carrying my whole life and didn't fully realize that I was playing it out, you know, in so many different areas. And when I really, you know, and this is, this is something I'm very grateful for. One, that I have the awareness to be able to bring those things out, even in my resistance and that we have the space to be able to unpack stuff like that because this this was huge. And it was, as I was talking about it, it's like I could see in my mind I was lumping together whole groups of people as like, I don't belong with them, so I'm going to rebel against what all of them say and I'm going to do my own thing, right? Yeah. And as we talked about it, I really started to see and understand how it was such a protective mechanism that had originated, I mean, probably middle school, to be honest, you know, where it's like, you get rejected because kids are mean, or you don't fit into this group of people or whatever. So then you develop this protective mechanism of I'm going to reject you first. And I did not realize that I was doing this until we started talking about it. And there's certain, you know, women, especially in my line of work, you know, I'm involved with so many individuals and people who I don't know at all, but have connections to in some way. And there were certain women that I would get triggered by for no reason. And I would lump them into that group. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't even explore it, which is, you know, wild when I think about it now. 
But in talking with you and we started to unfold this, I started to see how I had been doing this in so many areas, you know, just, I'll just go ahead and shut everyone out because then I'm right and I don't have to be faced with anything or whatever. Yeah. So in talking about it and actively making the decision to lean into it, I made the rule of when I start to lump somebody into a group, any particular person that I feel kind of triggered by, I've now made the active decision to lean in and actually get to know them. Yeah. And the ego itself, and this is a cool thing to just kind of know in general, the ego always tries to lump things into like vague categories. That's how, that's how it, it, operates so to speak right and so here I was making up these categories of people that don't actually exist rather than allowing myself and even allowing that person to show me who they actually are yeah so I made the active decision to lean in and actually get to know the people that I was feeling this feeling of and in doing so you know one of the the women that I had reached out to lives in Nasara. And it's like, okay, Marley, so you need to ask her questions instead of just fully rejecting, you know? This was all so much fun for me to witness. Too. Yeah. I was actively involved with it. You but, were so helpful. But, like, really a an observer of her own, like, your own growth and exploration mm. through all this. And it, it was beautiful to watch. Yeah, yeah. So I actively leaned in, messaged this woman, She's wonderful. She's a wonderful human. <laughs> and she was giving me so many um, suggestions and telling me everything. Like in Nasara, there's breath work, there's yoga, there's meditate, there's all these things. And I'm like, all of a sudden, oh I'm getting my jealous. gosh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Robert simultaneously like, wait a minute, I want to go. <laughs> and um, ended up going to Nasara. Long story short there. And within, I mean... 48 hours. Not even. My whole life was changed. <laughs> it was like my talking to you while you were changed. there. She arrived like she had a whole day of travel on Sunday. Arrived yeah. late Sunday night. One thing I also didn't even realize in the booking of it that I would be traveling that whole day. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, arrived late Sunday night and then Monday morning started connecting with mm-hmm. these people who she had a shared online space with and who she had reached out to for information and for yeah. recommendations and had they had opened this channel together. And so on Monday, she started actively leaning into that and, and you, what you channel, what do you mean? Well, like the connection with that person, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, it was, it was just her. And then we made plans to meet up on Tuesday and so I arrived Sunday night. Monday is, um, I just walked around and I went to yoga and breath work. Oh, that's right. That was Tuesday. And then Tuesday, Tuesday I met up yep. with her, met all of the, her friends in the community, and then went out to dinner with them that night. But this is what I'm saying. The first 48 hours changed everything. Yeah. I mean, and I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. You know, I was sitting there saying, particularly right after breath work on Monday night, I can't believe I've... I've not even been here 24 hours. It was blowing my mind because that first night in breath work, we did this, um, it was a different style of breath that I've never done before, but I'm like, you know, my personality is like, I'm all in, right? Like, whatever, you show me what to do and I will do it. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was doing it all in this breath work and he says to set an intention beforehand. 
And my big intention with going there, because anytime I've been in these environments, you know, like the jungle, the ocean, the spirituality, like it's like every cell of my body just like comes alive. And a big piece of that is like we have our home life that's like kids and school and like the normal kind of things. But then there's this spirituality, there's the travel, there's my business and my coaching and what I do. And it's like all of these things are intermingled. And in my brain, I have them separated. Like it's either norm, normal home life or spiritual travel. And so my intention going into that breath work was like, God, how do I integrate these? Because I know, and then you know, it's so funny. I was explaining this in a module I taught the other day. It's all in your mind because in truth, I was actively doing both. I'm actively all up in our home life and I'm actively literally in Costa Rica on a spiritual travel trip. You know what I mean? So it was already integrated. And each one feeds the other. Yeah, but in my mind I had it separate. Well, I, I want to pause right there for just a second to highlight like how interesting that is and amazing in reflecting on the binary, dualistic reality of life. Positive, mm. negative. Like we... By nature, we we try we to do that. separate things yeah. into positive, negative, light, dark, you know, mm-hmm. high, low, and and so this or that, yeah. A binary perspective of your life experience helps to categorize it for you, for e- us, the so general that it doesn't you. Feel like chaos. Yeah, when in reality it is. It's, it's it, all the same. And the ultimate goal is to have it be that infinity symbol of Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. relation yeah yeah and it is funny how it's like everything just is it's just how are you experiencing it you know and so in my mind they were separate on the other side of it now I can see so clearly obviously but before I couldn't and so I go into breath work asking the question how do I integrate this into this is who I am this is what I do And it's so obvious now, but it's just so funny how beforehand I just didn't see it in the breathwork session, almost like, like a lightning bolt, like God himself was just speaking to me. I heard four retreats a year, four retreats a year, once a quarter, it's integrated into your private coaching package. It's also one off, but that's how it's going to work. And I could just see it all because obviously I have to go to these places first to be able to scout them, to make connections, which is this whole like beautiful thing of how it all is coming together. Connections, community, scouting out the places and then actually actively hosting the retreat. And it was just like, oh my gosh, this is how it's done. And I could just see it for the first time ever which is obviously very exciting. Yeah. Not even 24 hours into Costa Rica. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, here it the, all is right the there. The recaps that I got from you at the end of each of one of your days <laughs> were so fun. I mean, yeah. it even like the midday, end of day recaps, like it was all so great. <laughs> so great. And it, it, it was just, I just, my, like, I have, this is where I wanted to like sit down and talk it out because it's almost hard to put into words how beautiful that trip just unfolded me to the, to what I would call my next level in the most aligned, easy way. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was not that there weren't uncomfortable moments. There were some uncomfortable moments of healing and expansion, you know, like meeting the woman that I met that lives in Nasara, meeting her whole community that very much challenged a part of me going into this 
big group of new people where that part of me wants to recluse, wants to, to shut down, wants to lump them into a group of people that are whatever. And in meeting these people, these people were nothing but love. And in oddly enough, that challenged me so much that every single person I met welcomed me, hugged me, wanted to know about me, wanted to know who I am. Not, you're a new face, why are you here? It was like, you're a new face, tell me who you are. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it was it was just such a beautiful experience in that community and that just broke my heart open even more. And coming out of that, it's like I have such a a groundedness now. It's like I'm not running from anything anymore. That is a perfect description. There's nothing to run from anymore. I trusted the flow of life to go to that trip or go on that trip. And I see how going on that trip had to be. And it was it was like an answer to a prayer I didn't even know I was praying. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and That's really cool. Yeah, coming out on the other side, I just, I have such clarity. I have such a trust in the flow of life. To the point, it excites me. Because now I understand how this flow works. Yeah. And you and I have been, you know, playing in the energy and talking about surrender for months before this. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking, mm -hmm. is that, you know, knowing what we know from actively participating in this surrender experiment. So we've been reading the surrender experiment book by Michael Singer. Mm -hmm. And that played into this, too. Huge. Because when you have this, like, trust... And then that trust is reinforced mm -hmm. through your experience. It's just like, it, it just, it's compounding. It's exponential. It is absolutely compounding. That book, and we haven't even finished the book. No. <laughs> that book has changed my life. It is like, what I got from that book, the biggest takeaway thus far, at least, is that you can trust the flow of life. Yeah. And this was such a huge thing for me because the majority of my life, I have felt that I have to make things happen. That if you to just... Create the flow. Yeah. If you yeah. just go with the flow, then you're just going to end up in this settled out, conditioned Ooh. of society thing. Your arch nemesis. Yes. But Routine here's what I... and settling. Uh, settling. <laughs> but here's what I'm actually getting right now as we speak you the flow of life will settle you into the momentum that you've initiated right so if i actively am doing work on myself i'm actively shedding those layers of conditioning because i don't that's not the path that i want to be on like i know the path that i want to be on that in conjunction with you have a sole purpose you have a purpose that has in my opinion already been chosen so when you can do the work on your own vibration and follow the flow of life, it's going to lead you to miraculous unfoldings. Yeah. And that was just a concept that was kind of really blowing my mind when we were reading this book because everything in me was like, no, no, you don't, you don't just say yes to things like, no. Right. <laughs> and on this trip that really started to click in for me. Yeah. And I started, I, I just kept hearing that phrase, just say yes, just say yes. And it has solved so much anxiety and like um, 
that control factor, you know, which creates stress. It has solved so much of that for me to the point where it's like exciting now. But not only that, and the thing that really could make me cry is that like I am so much more able to be present now. Because I'm not sitting in the present moment thinking, oh, I should be this making this happen. Yeah. I should be doing something in my business right now. Or I should be ensuring this is over there. Instead, you know, like if one of our little ones comes up to me and I'm in the middle of doing work and she wants to tell me a story, I can just be present with her because in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm realizing Trusting. this is the flow that life is bringing me. Yeah. And so it's okay for me to stop what I'm doing for a minute and be totally with her because that's the flow of life right now. Yeah. And it has just changed everything. It's huge. Everything. That when, um, in Asara, when Brooke asked me, do you want to go to dinner with everyone tonight? Normally, past me would be like, um, let me think about it because I'm not really sure if this is like the vibe of what I'm wanting to create. And you know what I mean? Like I would, cause like, Oh, I should, I should really get these things done or I should meditate and be alone or whatever. And in that moment, all I heard was just say yes. Cause this is what life is bringing you right yeah. now. And I did, and it was amazing. And so to be in this surrender flow simultaneously, I call it surrender and rise because simultaneously I'm flowing with life, but I'm also answering what it's calling me to do, which a lot of times is outside of what I maybe would normally do because yeah. it's it's going to push me into the unknown. It's going to push me to do things I've never done before. So instead of like analyzing, strategic, strategizing, worrying about it, I am literally just saying yes and then figuring it out. Yeah. And it has completely changed Changes everything. Changes everything. Everything. Because no. I'm, I don't worry anymore. No. Like right now, we, we have birthday party. I know, I was party. about to say, the power of that is not lost on me right now. Yeah, we, we have a here. birthday party for Willa <laughs> in 30 minutes and it's about to thunderstorm. And it's and a pool I'm party. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> and it's a pool party, yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, we'll see. here's what life is bringing us. We're going to see how it, how it goes. Like what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. And it's that, you know what it is? It is the letting go of resistance completely. Yeah. That's what it is. Suffering is in the resistance and yeah. I have completely let go of resistance and so my whole existence is totally different. Totally different person. It's amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful. And I'm so thankful for the experience that you've had. Me too. So thankful. Me too. I'm grateful. I'm so excited to see where it goes because, you know, the my entire life purpose is to share and teach from my own experience. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just very excited to be able to share this, to convey this, to teach this, and then to simultaneously create experiences like the one I had for women to come and have their own oh, revolution. It's be so good. <sighs> so good. Life. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, being a part of my podcast today. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> All right, my loves, we're going to wrap and see if it thunderstorms for our little one's birthday. I'm jump in the pool real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys.